3: Hey, everybody. It's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show. Powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebsidios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition rate. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at sonicwebsidios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official Shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson If you love fast paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Wilson-Zia has garnered great reviews and Eve 11 enjoys about how it's celebrities including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Riley, and many others. So grab your copy today for Girls Missing by Mia Wilson-Zia. Available on Amazon. Also check out the Mike Weiner Show at the MikeWeinerShow.com, one of our 40 podcast platforms. Heard in over 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music. Also heard on uh, HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, Old East Radio, and a few networks coming soon. Take the Mike Weiner Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Weiner Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Weidner Show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Weidner Show podcast. T-shirts, sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies, baseball gear makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Weidner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash MiaMilsonZia for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also, t-shirts, pop sockets, putties, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash MiaMilsonZia. Check it out today. I'll support the Mike Weidner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the MikeWeidnerShow.com. Make sure you do so today. We're here with a terrific uh, singer-songwriter who grew up in Port Elizabeth, South Africa, and despised apartheid and early age, and talks about that. She began a music career at the age of 11, starting playing guitar and singing, also studied um music and government as well she moved to philadelphia back in the uh, early 80s and joined when voices Me. also she was uh involved with the peace train disney world and the new orleans jazz and heritage fest and also uh, she's had some releases called um Imbizo and also side by side and of course she's got a brand new song and a brand new album and yes we can be the change and can we be the change we'll certainly talk about that live ladies and gentlemen from the plus Duo is A beautiful um downtown uh philadelphia the city of the brotherly love and yes we can be the change ladies and gentlemen the very multi-talented singer songwriter from south africa to philly to you sharon Katz. sharon good morning good afternoon good evening thanks for joining us today
4: Oh hi, Mike! Wow, what a wonderful introduction! Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm very excited to be here, and I can't wait to share, you know, all the knowledge and the stories with your listeners. I'm sure you've got a lot of loyal fans, and I'm honored to be here and being
3: broadcast all over the world. And of course, it's great to have you on board as well, too. You grew up in uh, Port Elizabeth, South Africa, despite. Um at Apartheid at an early age. You began your music career at the age of 11, start singing and playing guitar. You later studied music and government. And you also, uh, moved to Philadelphia in the early eighties and, uh, joined when voices meet. You also were involved with the peace train, Disney World and also New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Fest. And you also had some, uh, previous releases like Mbizo and Side by Side. And you also have a new song and new album called We Can Be the Change, also featuring the title track, Time is Right. It's not- Santiago and also a Warm Heart as well. And before we getting to all that, uh, Sharon, tell us how you first got started.
1: Well, I wanted
4: to go back to When Voices Meet because it's, you know, and you mentioned that I joined When Voices Meet. And actually, When Voices Meet is the name of a production that I. Founded and started in Durban, South Africa, which is not my hometown. Um, my hometown, as you mentioned, is Port Elizabeth, and you so rightly said that I grew up with a distinct It's distaste for the apartheid government that was the government of the day. And in fact, I could say that I I despised them, which are the words you used correctly. Um, But, you know, we we survived, if I can put it that way, the apartheid years in South Africa. Um, And I went on to be able to post-apartheid now. After Nelson Mandela was released from prison in 1990, I was actually by this time already studying music therapy right here in the city where I am today, Philadelphia. I don't live here anymore, by the way, but I'm I'm on a tour and I'm visiting here. But back in 92, you know, those were the days just after the, well, apartheid was still really in place. Mandela had just been released from prison. There was actually a civil war in South Africa. All different political parties were vying for power at that particular time. And it was we were still living under the Im- enormous burden and yoke of oppression under the apartheid regime. There was still four years before elections. The elections only came in 1994. So these were four critical years in South Africa and with the communities being so divided, one from the other, black and white, Indian and biracial, I decided which better way to intervene than music. And so I devised this concert, I called it When Voices Meet. We brought together 500 children to sing together, 500 children of all different races. And it, of course, involved their, their families as well, their schools, their synagogues, their mosques, their, their churches, every, because it was a huge community endeavor, which took about six months to, to put together. And then finally, we came to the stage. And... um we did this beautiful, beautiful concert with a big band and the five hundred children singing together. I wrote songs in different languages, Zulu, Kosa, Sutu, English, you know, mixed up all these different genres and it was enormously successful. There were thousands of people that came to watch these productions and that that was the beginning of the project which then has been known as the Peace Train for the past thirty Almost 50 years. Next year will be our 30th anniversary. And the peace train was the concept that I put together with my producer, Marilyn Cohen. And we devised a way to take the choir, as it were, this production, When Voices Meet, on tour, on the rails. Instead of, we couldn't find a bus big enough for 500. We also couldn't find enough sponsors for 500. But we took 150. Of the choir members, we took the band, we took the crew, the film crew, even my friends, Ladysmith Black Mambazo. At that time, they were just getting noticed through worldwide. But we knew because of Paul Simon's Graceland. But we knew in South Africa, right? I'm sure you do. And they wanted to come, and they wanted to be a part of this movement for for change. And Joseph Shabalala himself really wanted to be a part of it. They came on the train that were with us for two weeks on the train, and we went from place to place in South Africa. We called the project the Peace Train because it was into an atmosphere of utter violence that we were moving on this train. It wasn't peaceful times. These were very difficult times before the elections, before the election of Nelson Mandela. And so that was the Peace Train Project, and we continued – all the years since even to this day doing projects in various parts of the world um, in the name of the peace train and bringing communities and youth together and writing music in different languages and right now i'm actually stationed in mexico on the border the united states the san diego mexico border in a in the town of Tijuana, Mexico. Um, So my path has led me on all these many, many different journeys, but one thing has always remained the same and that is it's all about compassion and it's all about trying, for me, Mike, to use the medium of music um, to bring people together across the divides. And whatever those kinds of divides are, I'm sure no, we know we've got plenty of them in the world. That's that's always been my mission, and I've been lucky to be able to do this work and to still be able to do the work and to have the joy that I get from playing music with so many different people and so many different cultures. And it's really truly um, a labor of love. It hasn't always been easy, but I'm not. And I, I don't regret anything because mm-hmm. I believe that we have brought some measure of peace wherever we've gone, you know, and I'm just blessed to be able to continue doing this this work.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's certainly amazing as well, too, having lace Smith Black Manzabo, you know, as part of the um, the peace train as well, too. And, of course, you mentioned Paul Simon. Maybe think of it uh, back in the day where he really put South Africa on the map, you know, before that the music wasn't really out there until Paul Smith pretty much uh, brought it out in the open, which is amazing, too. And, of course, you had all these musicians that you worked with as well, too. And, um, you know, going back to your early years as well, too, and being involved with the music, who are some of your favorite um, artists, singers, songwriters, and um, favorite musicians growing up?
4: It's a great question, and there were so many. But one of my heroes was... Actually, a person and a a musician, a singer-songwriter and an activist that I got to meet and spend a lot of time with Pete Seeger.
3: Oh, yes, yes, one of the more prominent ones. Mm -hmm.
4: I met Pete in the year 2000 when my band was picked to go and perform at the Hudson Clearwater Revival Festival. Post-peace train, I came back to the United States, and we got a recording contract, and we um, got a a booking agent, and a lot of wonderful things happened to the band around about the 2000 mark, and we got to meet Pete and spend a lot of time with him, and, uh, you know, I used to have that record, We Shall Overcome, when I was just, I think, maybe 13 years old, and um, I had a poster on my wall of Dr. King. I don't know how these things were smuggled into South Africa. They were banned by mm. the South African apartheid government. And um, but I had friends, and you know, my older brother and sister, um, they had friends who smuggled things in, and they they got into my little hands. And at the same time, I was actually breaking a lot of laws. Of the country to go and visit uh, my black friends who were activists and, and actors. And so the the great actor John Carney, I don't know if you're familiar with his work, Ethel Fugard, who was also a renowned playwright. Um, and they were doing pro- what was called protest theatre at the time. They were it was underground in the sense that their plays would be produced in the basement of churches. It was it was all secretive. Even to get there was a secret kind of entrance to get in and um the police would have probably locked everybody up, all of us. But I met the actors when I was about fifteen years old and I really wanted to go and visit them in their homes and I did. And I broke the laws of the country to go and do that. My friends would hide me the under the under blankets <laughs> to go through these barriers wow. when I was a teenager. And you know, and I kind of I grew up with that 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 um passion you know that i knew that black people in south africa were just m- being grossly mistreated and abused and i also knew that mandela was in jail all those years and eventually eventually there would be a time when we could have freedom in south africa and and have a free and fair election and so Pete Seeger's, you know, song, "We Shall Overcome," and all of this, the the songs that he sang about, uh, if I had a hammer, a hammer of justice, you know, all of these things, those those mean, meant a lot to me as a child. And to meet him when I was now, you know, an adult, um, in going fast forwarding into like two thousand one, two thousand two, and to have Pete Seeger sitting and chatting to me, and um, you know, just being great friends for all those years. It's it's it's, it's really I, I feel really honored, truly honored. And and then of course to admit you were talking about music, but I can't help reflecting now, you know, on having met Nelson Mandela on many, many occasions and having been picked to perform for Nelson Mandela and to have met some of the most amazing musicians who did influence my life, Miriam Makeba, Hugh Masakela you know, these are legends of South Africa that, you know, you never thought that you would meet people like this. Richie Haven, some of the American, you mm-hmm. know, artists, um, Bonnie Raitt. I've met a lot of incredible artists that, you know, have touched my life in many, many different ways. And I'm, I'm really honored to have been recorded by, by Sting at one point um, on a benefit concert for the Rainforest Foundation. Um, mm-hmm. They came and recorded us in South Africa singing the national anthem with my children's choir and performing at the famous New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. So, you know, these are incredible experiences to, to cherish and look back on and they kind of make you who you are in mm-hmm. many ways. So, again, I, I thank there's so many people and friends and supporters as well as produce my own producer, Marilyn, you know, that I, I couldn't have done any of it without all the help, you know, and mm-hmm. the support that I've had over the you,
3: years. You know, something we mentioned, Paul Simon, early as well, too, being in South Africa. Also, Peter Gabriel had been involved with uh, South mm-hmm. Africa. That made me think of it. It's like that's another one that just yes, cropped up on the top I, of my head. Yes.
4: Yes, I always loved, I uh, used to endure the the. The collaboration that um, Peter Gabriel did with Yusu Andor from West Africa, from from Senegal. I loved his music. I still really admire these artists. I think they're tremendous. And they they did an awful lot for, for the genre of world music, you know, bringing it into the limelight and helping the rest of the world to hear what was kind of hidden. Because, as you know, poverty... Poverty just causes people to be oppressed and to to not see the light of day. So there are many, many times where it really helps to have a prominent artist like Paul Simon um, to bring artists and to give them a voice. I've I've always cherished that that opportunity myself, and I think it's really important. And, um, you know, um, it's an important aspect of what I do, which is to to help others to have a voice as 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 much as I can. So I understand how difficult it is to get a stage, you know in this industry, and so I really try and make it my business to extend opportunities whenever I can to to more and more artists whenever I can.
3: Mm-hmm. And you also put out some amazing music as well, too. You had a couple of releases like uh Inbezo, Side by Side. You also had some other albums uh, you had released. Uh, you also uh, got some new music out there. We'll talk about that. But first, listen to The Mike Widener Show at the themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebsidios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, one 800 303-3960, that's 1-800-303-3960, or email to support at SonicWrapStudios.com. Mention Mike Weidner show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Studios. take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Weidner Show, international warring author, Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries. Two strangers, one target. Where truth is illusion and those you love being a first go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Wilson-Zia's got great reviews. An evil of 11 and, Eve, love, and by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Maniles. So grab your copy today for goals missing by Mia Wilson-Zia. Available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at the dot one or over 40 podcast platforms. Heard in over 100 countries. Also on the HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, Oldies Radio, and few networks coming soon. Take us with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok today. For great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more quick capped ideas, go to Amazon.com slash ZM for great books, merchandise, and more. I'll support The Mike Weidner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the TheMikeWeidnerShow.com. Make sure you do so today. We're here with the amazing singer, songwriter, and multi-talented Sharon Katz here on The Mike Weidner Show and um, talking about our experiences growing up in Port Elizabeth, South Africa, and um, also moving to Philadelphia as well, too, and, you know, having her production when voices um, meet and also uh, involved with Peace Train. he also been involved with Disney World and the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Fest. And uh, tell about those before getting to your your other music.
4: Well, that, thanks, Mike. And congratulations, all the things that you just shared about yourself and your company. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I'll have to look into that Sonic. Sonic? What is it?
3: Sonic? Uh, so it it's, it's Sonic Wave Studios. So, so, it, so it's, well. it's 1-800-303-3960. One eight hundred three zero three three nine six zero. Just uh, mention the show, get twenty percent off your uh, first project, oh, and then uh, hopefully you are writing this down. And if you uh, need the number again, you can um you-, you can get it afterwards. So yeah, I'm glad you asked about it. It's so, like they would really appreciate if you did. So oh, really? It
4: sounds really exciting. Um, but you were asking about the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival and Disney World. Well, that was part of our tour in 1995. Now this was post-elections, and of course there was a euphoria in South Africa for over 90% of the country, I would say probably 97% of the country, because Mandela was the darling of almost everybody, really. And when he became president, it was, it was incredible in South Africa. Nobody could believe that this was actually happening. As you know, I'm sure you remember, and, and almost everybody that is alive today will, will remember what happened in 1994. Our elections, the first democratically elected, Uh, democratic elections in South Africa. Nelson Mandela became president. We had already had our peace train um, tour in December prior. And in 1994 we had the elections and we continued being very, very active as the peace train project during this time. And in 1995 we were invited to do an eight city tour in the United States starting off with um, Disney World which was incredible. We, we performed at the Epcot Center. We went on tour with 45-member production. We had um, the choir and the band, a 12-piece band and a 30-member choir. And we also had the film crew and we had chaperones to, to help with the children but we were 45 people all together. Wow. And uh, Quint Davis, the producer of the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, um, hosted us in New Orleans in a beautiful hotel. We had the incredible privilege of performing on the Congo uh, Congo Square stage, which is massive, and we had a 100,000 people that came to the concert. It was a wow. p- unbelievable. The only other time that I remember seeing so many people in one place was when we performed for Nelson Mandela's last rally before he became president in 1994. That was enormous. I mean, people as far as you can see, and, and we had that repeat experience in New Orleans, and it's it is documented. And um, there was a documentary film that was released in 2015, which I'll tell you about. It was also called When Voices Meet. And so maybe that's also a little confusing because it was the original concert I called When Voices Meet in 1992. 1992. Then we had the peace train tour. Then we went to the United States, and then in 2015, a documentary was made about the peace train project called "When Voices Meet." So, you know, it's a it's a lot to take in. But there's a there's a film. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on YouTube as well because I, I wanted people to be able to see this for free and not to struggle to ever Mm -hmm. not see the film and um, it's when voices meet and you know anybody could could click on and you'll see that you'll see the footage from the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival so and Disney World so it was incredible because we got the opportunity to represent the new South Africa you know, to, to be a, bi- a a non-racial democracy, to be all these colors and cultures together, side by side, children and adults. And yeah, I'm proud of that, you know. I'm really proud that we were able to do that. It It, it was difficult times, you know, it was all new. And there was a lot of opposition, you know, to what was going on. The white minority regime did not want to give up power. And in still some instances in South Africa still do not want to give up power, but it was a wave of change, and it had to change, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it had to change, and I'm really happy that we were at the forefront of that change and, and that it was a successful um, evolution, you know. Not Not perfect, not perfect by any means, but then, you know, what country in the world is perfect right now? Mm. Right?
3: Thought, diff- it's, di- it's difficult yeah i i can't i can't think about a perfect one to be honest with you it's like i just can't at this point i really can't that's what i was asking you you know
4: so because a lot of people will say oh what's happening in south africa today well it's not perfect it's not nirvana but we we had a successful transition we had a peaceful transition and that was the most important thing. You know, Mandela came with his calmness, with his attitude, with his patience, with his listening skills, with his compassion. And we, I think we all learned from that. And we, as our Peace Train Project, that's what we did. That's what we preached, was like, let's let's get together here. Let's try to put aside our differences. Let's listen to each other. Let's try and sort it out peacefully. And that's what we taught the young people that that came through the peace trend so they're now they're all adults i'm the only one that hasn't aged
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing amazing like i said that you're doing amazing i mean the okay. the experience on you it's just like you know just amazing i admire you for that so it's <laughs> oh, Mike. well you know it's all it's it's Driven by music and joy. You know,
4: it's driven by, I wouldn't be able to do this work if I didn't have a stage to look forward to. I'm I'm driven by being on the stage. So I'm really looking forward to my next concerts, which are on the, actually, I'm going to a music festival. It's a South African food and wine festival in Virginia um taking place on September 10th and 11th and I'll be going with my philadelphia band to perform there for two days we we do four concerts and um and then I've just got a string of concerts all the way across the country and then back to san diego but I'm um, I'm excited about the new album we can be the change i love the songs and um i recorded that in south africa and in cuba have oh, you ever been to
3: cuba how do you like that? It's like you can do things that. in Cuba now. I mean, if the Rolling Stones can play in Cuba. Anybody can nowadays. It's like, oh, my goodness. It's like, you know, who's going to be in Cuba next? You never know. So. <laughs> it was fantastic.
4: Well, we were there in 2019. So it's a couple of years ago, just before the pandemic. And I got to spend six weeks in Cuba. I spent a month developing a production in Santiago to Cuba, which is on the east I had to brush up my Spanish very quickly because I was working with a lot of families and children, a beautiful production. It's also on YouTube, and I really enjoyed it. i mean, the standard of musicianship in Cuba. I can't say enough about it. It was really, really high. And um, the enthusiasm and the passion that and hard work. That that people bring to production of music, it's, they're not joking, they don't play. They're like, we've got a show or we've got a recording and we're going to do this. And they are really incredible. So I, got to also, I also got to record the album there. And those songs that you mentioned, Santiago and We Can Be the Change, well, I recorded those. Uh, actually, We Can Be the Change, the song, I started in South Africa and completed it in Cuba.
5: Ah, so they
4: are yeah, I recorded in South Africa, and then there are other songs that are recorded in Cuba, and then I took the uh, we, we completed them in South Africa because my my producer, my music producer is a South African um, sound engineer, his mm-hmm. name is Malcolm Kleko And he happens to do, he happens to also be the engineer for Ladysmith Black Mambazo. He's their live sound engineer. And he grew up with us in the Peace Train project. He's an incredibly brilliant young man and very, very proud of him. Um, So I'm on my way to South Africa in November, and um, the songs that I'm currently working on, a new album um i'll be adding to them when i get to south africa but will you have time to play any of the music on your show or how I, does I, that work?
3: I, I, actually actually i can i can uh play some of the music uh, in the audio version of the mike wagner show and the video oh, part okay. it's like we're just talking we'll encourage everybody to um you know check out the songs after the audio interview there are people who do listen there are people who Wait. do view and that's the bu- best part of So it's like you can probably oh. maybe like you know file in Braille or whatever it is and, um, you know, you know, communicates in every language. And, of course, you know, speaking of, um, you know, communication, music and everything else, this just came to mind that when you're in Cuba with all the amazing uh, artists out there. And, of course, you know, back in the day, you know, Cuba had some uh, amazing artists as well. uh, And I think you had um, uh, it's like I'm trying to think some more influential ones with tito fuentes and i think there was like some back in the 50s and 60s before castro came in and shut everything down and then used to have a new influx of uh, cuban talent came in and and of all the cuban talent that you have worked with who are some of the uh, up-and-coming stars or talents do you think is going to really make it big in cuba or come to the united states or prominent worldwide
4: Gosh, you know, that, that's a really hard one. I'm really hard-pressed to, to think. I have to... Um, you put, really put me on the spot right now.
3: <laughs> there are no right or wrong answers. Don't worry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, there's so many artists that, that come to mind, and even, you know, what, what really blew my mind was just going out to, to clubs in Cuba and hearing, you know, the incredible um, talent just on... On a daily basis, um, I'm trying to think of. But of course, because you, you 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 put me on the spot, my mind's going on blank. So maybe I can just come back to it because I do I do have my one of my favorite artists is on my mind, and she won a Grammy a couple of years ago. But it's just gone out of my brain for a second. I might have to oh, just. Oh, that's okay. You can take your time, on that. But I'm working. I'm working with a wonderful choral director, Cuban in um, in. Tijuana, where I currently live. Her name is Daria, so I'll just give her a shout out because she, to me, she's one of the great talents. She's a wonderful singer, she's a wonderful choral director, and we work together almost on a daily basis in Tijuana. Because I went to Tijuana primarily to work not only with her but with a um, a community project that has choirs in the neighborhoods of Tijuana And so I've been representing South Africa and practicing my own form of of music therapy and the Peace Train Project right there in Mexico. And last year in October, we took a peace train from Tijuana about four hours um, into the hills and we produced a concert with another couple of hundred children, some of whom are children that live in migrant shelters who I've been working with children of of families that have come from Honduras from El Salvador and from inner parts of Mexico seeking refuge in the border town trying to actually some of them join their families in the United States it's complicated you know it's mm-hmm. really right families it, are bringing them all together and giving these children an opportunity to to feel like i am somebody okay this is what happened in my background And I come from here, and I come from there. But I, when they stand up and sing together on a stage, they feel like they are somebody, you know. And they literally stand taller. And I love that. I love (laughs) (laughs) feeling. I love seeing it. It's incredible, you know. There, there are transformations that happen in front of your eyes, and that's what keeps me going. Um, That's what makes makes me wake up each day you know and even during the pandemic i was living in tijuana mexico and i was going to work with these children so i started this project in in a shelter and um it made me happy to go there you know everything else was kind of depressing during the pandemic but i was fortunate that i was able to do that kind of work and i also worked with children primarily girls that had been rescued from trafficking
3: Oh yes, that's been a big oh, issue: sex trafficking, human trafficking. That's amazing. been a big, a heartbreaking issue. Really heartbreaking.
4: It is. it is. And every parent that just stops to think about that is horrifying. But once again, music, rubbing shoulders with one another, singing together, dancing, writing songs, composing music together. This is not just a privilege that we songwriters, singer-songwriters, or people on big stages have. It's 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 a it's a privilege that we can give to others, and I enjoy doing that, you know, because it, it makes people feel good about themselves and forget about the troubles, you know, and and feel like they have something to contribute to the world. So I'm very happy that I had a chance to study music therapy here in the city of brotherly love mm. back in the 80s, and that I was able to go home to South Africa and start the Peace Train Project, and that I've been able to to share my gifts with the world in in this particular way. So it, it's really been an incredible journey.
3: And it's certainly an incredible journey as well, too. And you do a good, great job of being the change as well, too. Just a bit about that. You also have your other two releases, Inviso Bezo and uh, Side by Side. And uh, tell us a bit about those. If you have some other albums you want to talk about, other singles, uh, feel free to uh, share as well.
4: Thank you so much. I should be holding them up here. Uh well Inviso is a very special one. It was also recorded with I have many, many musicians on that album. And some signature tunes, um, like some songs that I wrote about Nelson Mandela. And that's a there's that, a powerful song that I wrote. I had a, a co writer, Bolden Abrams. we wrote our own Peace Train song. Um, and I will say, not the Cat Stevens song. Cat Stevens, I loved him growing up
3: as well. Oh, I, I, I was just going to mention Cat Stevens. He's one of my favorites. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> People sometimes think Sharon Katz. Cat Stevens, Peace Train. What's going on here? Uh, Sharon Cat Stevens, I like that. <laughs> just to dispel the myth, um, yeah, I, I'm Sharon Katz, and that was Cat Stevens, and I loved his music. But we had the real train, as I told you, the mess, you know, the real train, a real train, fourteen coaches long train with one hundred and fifty people travelling on it, you know, and that was the Peace Train. Um, but I did write a song called Peace Train. And um, it's really funky. It's a very funky song. That's on that album, M. Beezo. And a list of incredible musicians that appear on that album. And, um, well, I have another album called Loretto, which you didn't mention. And I have done collaborations on an album called Double Take. That's another album that's, that's under my belt. And on those two albums, I collaborated with South African artists, very well-known legendary artists, Dolly Ratebe. She was known as the queen of the blues, Dolly nice. Ratebe. And um, Abigail Kubeka, who sang in Miriam Makeba's um, famous girl group, The Skylarks. And wow. I know how many people remember Miriam, Miriam Makeba.
3: I because think of- I've heard that name before. Was she a, was she a part of um, the Paul Simon... Uh- as well. I think think I've heard that, yes.
4: He did sing at the concert that they did because, you know, he wasn't allowed to perform in South Africa, so they all met in Zimbabwe. There was still a cultural boycott on when Paul Simon did the Graceland album, which was very controversial. Um, But they met up in Zimbabwe with Miriam. And Miriam, she passed away a few years ago, several years ago. But Miriam Makeba is very well known for having been produced by Harry Belafonte.
3: Oh, yes, another legend.
4: Exactly. And um, so she really was the voice of South Africa during the apartheid years because when she left South Africa, she told the truth about our country. And then she was in exile. She was never allowed to return home until after, after the election of 1994. So I got to meet her, I got to sing with her. And then I got to do um, these two recordings with these two albums with um, these two legendary artists. So it just, you know, it's, it's, it's it's a privilege really to have performed with these incredible artists and to feel that I've been able to take my place as a South African artist even though I primarily perform abroad, you know, primarily but that that has happened to many artists all all around the world Mm -hmm. but I love to perform in South Africa and I'm looking forward to, to going back in November and doing concerts when I'm there
3: as well And we're certainly looking forward as well, too. I plan on making a trip down there, too. And, uh, you know, I love the visit there and everything else. And um, just just one more thing about uh, We Can Be The Change. Where can we find uh, We Can Be The Change and uh, all your work's at?
4: Well, all my songs, everything, all my albums, you can find them on all of the different platforms. They're on Apple Music and Amazon Music, Spotify, you name it, or YouTube. You can even just Google We Can Be The Change on YouTube and the song will come up. And I've got a lot of music videos as well. Um, that have been made over the years. So you'll find them on, on all of those platforms and on CD Baby. CD Baby.com is also a very good home for my music. And um, and the best place to go is my website, SharonKatz.com. And that's so easy to remember. It's just my name, Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, and my last name, K-A-T-Z.com. And on my music page, you'll find a link to all of my music. I think that's the easiest go-to place. And I'm always happy when people buy the songs or the album. And, and again, if you come, if you look on my website, you'll see where I'm performing. So wherever you are in the country, um, you can come and see me. I'll be in San Diego coming up pretty soon in October. I have a, a bunch of concerts in San Diego. So. We just continue rolling on and, you know, we were recently near you, Mike. We were actually in a small town called Cayuga. Have you heard of it? Cayuga, uh, let's see. Ontario. Ontario. where, where, Where was it? Ontario, just across the border from you said you were up in northern...
3: No, no, I'm uh, No near, Bi- nor, near near Bismarck, North Dakota. I think Ontario would be North over North by North um North around New York State. No, that's okay. I mean, we're uh, getting Oh, no, you would we're, be much further up. You are No, 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 that's okay. I mean, I mean we're all learning our ge- geographical lessons and we're not ashamed sometimes. I don't know where things are and everything else, but um, if you're up in Canada, you can also go over by uh, Winnipeg, and also go by Brandon, Regina, or you can also... um sneak over to vancouver maybe a few other smaller places yeah. like say with markham windsor or mm-hmm. even even london Canada. everything like that so
4: beautiful, yeah it's a beautiful, beautiful country kind of yeah
3: Yes, it is. And, uh, and of course, we're looking forward to um, seeing you over there. And what else is coming up for the multi talented Sharon Katz? We'll find out in just <laughs> one minute. You'll listen to The Mike Weidner Show at the MikeWeidnerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at Studios.com for all your needs. Also brought to you by our official sponsor, The Mike Weidner Show, International Warring Author Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback in ebook. We'll be back with the multi talented singer, songwriter, Sharon Katz.
0: After this time the mike wagner show is powered by sonic web studios if you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today mention the mike wagner show and get 20 percent off your project
3: We're back with the multi-ton singer-songwriter Sharon Katz, uh growing up in Port Elizabeth, South Africa, then to Philadelphia. And now she's on Tijuana here on the Mike Weiner show. And Sharon, you give us a great wealth of information on South African music, the history, and everything else, and um Nelson Mandela and all that. I mean, just great stuff. Thanks for sharing those stories. And um, you know, once again, what else can we expect from me in 2022 and further beyond Sharon, especially in 2023?
4: Wow. Whew. Well, as I told you, I'll be going back to the West Coast. I'll be busy in October in the the West Coast. September, I'm here in Virginia doing a bunch of shows. I'll be doing some festivals and going down from Virginia to um, uh, Asheville and doing some concerts there, heading back to San Diego and then going to South Africa next year. Um, I'll be moving probably to San Diego, to base in San Diego. And I'll also be doing a lovely peace train project, a choral production with the community at the tip of the Baja Peninsula. Wow. Baja California Peninsula. I know a lot of people have heard of Cabo San Lucas. It's a very big resort. But there's a small town called Todos Santos, and I will be working with the local community there, with the children, with the with the local musicians, because I love to do that. I love to work with the local musicians and bring their brand of music into a production. So I suspect that we will be doing a traditional version of La Bamba, uh, nice. going back to the roots of
3: La Bamba. As
4: opposed mm. to, I love.
3: Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, the Los Lobos version. Yeah, I remember watching that movie, and they did the um the the, uh, the authentic version where it's just like it didn't have the Richie uh Richie Valens. It was just like you know the very traditional, just uh, guitars yeah, and playing. Really I know? thought, wow, this is really cool. I love it. It's
4: really different, and um, I suspect we'll probably put that in because it's educational. There are a lot of. Um, North American audience that come down to these places um, in Mexico, and um, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying my time there, and I, I happened to spend a few weeks in February, and that's how this project was born. So that will be taking place probably January through the end of um, March, and then I'll be based in San Diego for a while, and, now I, and I'm planning another tour going up the West Coast for next nice. year, up to port angeles washington and hitting some of that that coastal area and a new album so that's all I can say right now. I don't want to think too far ahead of myself because I, I want to live in the moment and enjoy mm-hmm. everything that I'm doing
3: right now. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you put out that new album, you're welcome anytime to come back on the Mike Wagner Show. You. I'm so looking forward to it in oh, just a couple you months.
4: Thank so much. Just, just a word about we, the, we Can Be the Change. You know, I started right, I wrote this song, I started it in 2016. And, um, we had a big, big tour with, in the United States, and that was a very difficult year. I don't have to go into more details or get too political, but it, it was a very divisive year. And that song was really, really cooking inside me. And I, I really expanded on it when I when I produced the song in South Africa and in Cuba, and I love singing it and because I truly believe that we don't have to just sit around all the time Complaining and thinking about how things could be different, we really mm-hmm. have to try to put ourselves out there, like you are with your show. You know, you you doing it. You know, you're giving people a, a tremendous opportunity to to share their story and use their voice when you do that with your show. And I feel that I'm, I'd like to continue to try doing the same thing, and that is just to inspire people. And that's important part. Do not get depressed with the pandemic or politics, but to know that we can be the change we we just need to keep on being positive and doing positive things and being kind to others and um helping this as many people as we can i think that's why
3: we're here mm-hmm. and, and certainly as well too and, and we're definitely looking forward to it as well and uh who do you consider biggest influence in your career wow
4: <laughs> so huge, a huge question, Wow. In my career as a musician and as a person, as an artist, well, I have to say, Dolly Ratebe because she was a humanitarian as well, as an incredibly successful artist, and I know you will have to look her up, Dolly. R-A-T-H-E-B-E. You will have to look her up, and so will all the listeners. And, you know, I could say a lot of other people. For example, Bonnie Raitt. I absolutely love Bonnie Raitt. And, in fact, I recently met her brother, David. He He's down on the bar as well, and we're we working together now. He's a great musician. So I really love Bonnie. As a guitarist, I mean, hats off, you know. Amazing. Um, other guitarists that I really, really love are um, many, many South African guitar players like Ray Peary. Ray was on Paul Simon's Graceland album and on all the concerts. And that guitar style that you hear, that was Ray Peary. So I loved his music. I was influenced by him. Pete Seeger, Miriam Makepa, and Dolly because she had a heart to help other people and she taught me a lot about that. She taught me that you could be a musician and go to the stage and at the same time you can be building and raising money, which is what I do, and fundraising, because I fundraise in South Africa I fundraising the United States to help an orphanage in South Africa. I've been doing that for twenty years. And and, and Dali Rotepe was the one who showed me that. You know, she could one minute on the stage and the next minute in the hardware store Buying cement to build a school.
3: Oh wow, amazing! A
4: school, you know, so that's the kind of thing that really impacted on me, and I was like, wow, I can do that too. And with mm. the help of Marilyn, uh, my my producer and partner of 30 years, I've been we've been able to do that, and with a a lot of friends, you know, and, and a lot of fans, and very generous people, you know, the mm. United States has really been really good to me and I I really value my dual citizenship and I just want to say a big shout out to anybody who might Anne Layton as well you know she's one of them who introduced me to you, you know so many people that have good hearts in this country, Sunny Oaks is another one, the sister of Phil Oaks, the late Phil Oaks Sunny is also a DJ like you, you know I know you're more than a DJ but she's a folk music producer and mm. If she ever gets a wind of this, this uh, interview, I'd like to just say a personal thank you to Sunny because she helped to promote my career in a very big way. When I wound up the Peace Train Project in those years in South Africa and we, we, had to co- we came to the United States, that was not an easy jump. Um, and I had to start all over again. So I wanted to say a big thank you to Sunny Oaks and um, so many people.
3: And certainly did, and uh, list goes on and on as we go into your great career. And lastly, what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point?
4: Well, just keep on, keep listening to music, you know, and keep keep the music and the song in your heart. That's all I want to say, you know. Don't watch too much of the news. Watch enough to to know what's going on, but then turn it off, and go play some music or listen to music. Take up an instrument. Go to a dance class, keep fit, keep healthy, and, you know, we can all help each other by by keeping positive. Mm-hmm.
3: and certainly true as well you've been amazing once again the amazingly multi-talented uh singer songwriter sharon katz with we can be the change here on the mike Wagner show Sharon, a very big thank you for your time you've been absolutely amazing loved all your stories and experience you, looking forward to having you again soon make sure you keep this up to date. keep in touch love to have you back once again uh tell us about your upcoming projects what's your website how do people contact you? where can people purchase or check out all your works including we can be the change
4: I think the best thing to do is to go to dot com. that's my website and you'll find everything there even if you go onto YouTube and type in Sharon Katz and the Peace Train or even just my first name Sharon Katz, you'll find a ton of music and videos and all kinds of stuff over there and all the digital platforms and don't forget when voices meet, it's an eighty-six-minute documentary. I, I, I promise you, you'll love it. it. It, it won a lot of awards. We were in th- about thirty, over thirty film festivals, and we got a lot of, a lot of great, great awards for that film. It's a story very well told. Not only about me. It's about my country. It's and it's about the peace train project and about the people. And young people's lives that were changed through being in our project. So, when voices meet.
3: We will certainly out. check that out. Once again, share our very big thank you time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having thank you soon. Make sure you keep us up to date, keep in touch. Live, have you back? We wish you all the best and share. You definitely have a great future have you and love to hear more about your upcoming release.
4: Thank you, Mike. Thanks very much for having me on your show and, and all the best to you. Keep well and thanks for what you do as well can